Please be advised that Deviant Discussions contains explicit content and language that might not be appropriate for those under the age of 18. Kingsters with different perspectives come together to explore and debate their unique opinions of the delicious world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. With Diaval Diablo. And maybe that's what it is. I haven't had the magical penis. Is mostly evil. Well, I'm, I'm, I, am, I am the master daddy, sir, who knows all. And subtle shadow. It's a mix of both of you. You both are right. Sorry. This is Deviant Discussions. Welcome. Today we are working on the topic of It's Not What It Looks Like, which is going to be a running series where we discuss the preconceptions and misconceptions of different topics within BDSM. So today we're going to address some of the myths behind DS in general. It's commonplace in the media now to have some degree of BDSM and kink featured, whether that is in cinema, TV, books, even the news has quite a lot of stories, some good and some bad. And the accessibility of porn nowadays means that you can find the DS to suit your taste. But is it really a realistic view? Do you really get any kind of a good insight and a positive insight, a true insight into BDSM and kink. I think a great example of this would be the argument of Cunnilingus being a submissive act and that even if a D-type tells his S-type to do it or her S-type, um, that it's, it's a gray area. What do you guys think? I'm, I'll go on this one. I don't see it as an inherently submissive act. It's it's an act of giving pleasure, which I understand why some people could see that as undomly. But then again, you know, when when you're topping somebody and you're beating somebody, you, you they are getting as much out of it as as you are, hopefully. And so, you know, I guess the only way you could really stretch it to see it as a submissive act is if you don't enjoy doing that to somebody if you don't enjoy kind of lingua lingus there we are um <laughs> and then then doing it strictly for their pleasure i guess you could skirt the line and say that's a submissive act but if you're doing it because you want to give them pleasure then how is that submissive hmm I, it reminds me of, um, I came across when I first joined uh, up on FetLife, a conversation between a group of people who were uh, debating this very thing. And it was a bunch of different doms and they were talking about how um, essentially if one of them was in a dilemma because he wanted to kneel in front of his submissive in order to like go down on her. And he was concerned about how that might appear. And these other people who identified as doms were like, just pick up her legs and put them over your shoulders and just go at it, buddy. Like, <laughs> it's a domly thing to do or whatever. But <laughs> it was just really interesting that um, I think, you know, at least for me coming into Diet, like into the kink world, I did have those preconceptions from media. And you do think of the dom as this, you know, really, oh, I'm like powerful, never kneel and emotions and blah 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 so I don't know <laughs> that's kind no, of I, I definitely agree with you there I mean in my experience I had um, a relationship with a daddy and it was not what I well 
it was what I expected, but it probably wasn't what a lot of people expected because I would make the day-to-day decisions on, you know, what are we having for dinner or where are we going on this trip and things like that. I was included at every step and more often than not, it was my choice. So it, I don't think it diminished the relationship that we had, but a lot of people would say that he wasn't being the domly one in the room because he wasn't dictating to me every move that I made and every decision in my day-to-day life. So I, I think a lot of people that are introduced to DS through the media do see it as that, where it's, you know, the D type says this and the S type must do it. I think it's one of those things where you have to, A, forget about the concept of being domly. Who, who gives a shit? Um, you know, I, I used to get that question a lot uh, from new people. They would write me and go, okay, I've got this situation. What's the domly answer? How do I rephrase, or how do I phrase this and sound like a dom? Just, just fucking say it. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what it is. You're, it's not, it's not, you're not playing a role. We call it a role because, you know, it's, it's, the, the the dominant side of the slash is the role you take on, but it's not an act. It's it should just be how you are with the person that you're with. And so if you want to try to figure out some domly excuse for what you're doing, go for it. I mean, the domly excuse for you making all the decisions on a day-to-day basis is, you know, uh you made his life easier because he didn't have to make the decisions. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We we found our domly mm-hmm. work. But don't don't worry about it. It's is has always been my advice. Well, not always has been my advice since I realized that should be the advice I'm giving. Um, you know, I, I will fully right. admit I did worry about being domly when I first got into this because, you know, when I first got into this, there was um, the leather societies and that kind of stuff were were mm-hmm. very heavily influencing the online communities because that's where you know all this kind of started was was with right. with those communities, and so you know being domly and 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 doing the right things saying the right things was was heavily impressed upon me um mm-hmm. until i realized i don't give a shit um <laughs> it's it is what i do and how she responds to what i do that makes me other ones dom it has absolutely nothing to uh-huh. do with how i say it it is who i am and that's if you have a submissive or you see uh, or you have a dominant, it's because you see them or they see you in that manner and you respond to what they're putting out there. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter if they're acting a certain way or not. Um, and, and so I really dislike the concept of um, and, and it is totally media. Uh, I really mm-hmm. dislike that you, you know, to be a dom, you have to do this to be a sub, you have to do this. No, to yeah. you have to, you have to, you have to want a power exchange and you have to honor that power exchange. And that's really about all there is to it. But it does. I, I understand what you mean that like it, mm-hmm. I mean, going back to what you said about it freed up his mind. Like he didn't need to be thinking about useless shit like that. He needed to be thinking about his day to day that was more important than what are we having for dinner? So mm-hmm. deferring that kind of judgment to me also helped keep any of the decisions that he did make that they had like massive impact on me because holy shit, you know, he's making this decision. That means it's an important one. And what he mm-hmm. would say in those moments went like, it, it felt harder and, and more meaningful to me because the rest of the time I just did whatever I thought was best. So if he said, no, this is the decision on this point, And it helped with a lot of like life decisions. If I went to him and asked him for advice he would only share his opinion if he thought that it was going to be valuable and not 
influence me but the moments where he did try and influence things like in the bedroom or out of the bedroom suddenly Mm -hmm. had this massive impact because he didn't do that the rest of the time yeah and I think it's important too to keep in mind at least when I care when I started exploring I kind of carried these ideas that if you're a submissive then that automatically means excuse me that you're a submissive in every aspect of life you're just this quiet meek little person like I had this really kind of almost negative view of it um and so I came initially into kink with the idea that I was a switch because in my head I was like well these ideas of getting spanked and told what to do really appeal to me but only on a particular level because I have a job that kind of demands more of a dominant personality you know um and so I wasn't really sure But I I guess like after I actually experienced those things and started to learn more about it, there really is a balance there. And um, I have considerably more respect for subs, especially because I am one. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's just, um, yeah, like it's the media again, telling you what what these different um, labels mean. And, you know, I think that can get people into, you know, confusing situations (laughs) yeah and I think dangerous situations as well because as you say it is about a balance but it's what Mm -hmm. is that balance to you and the other person Mm -hmm. it's not if I came to you for example and I said right this this is how I feel a balance with you but the Mm -hmm. way that I would feel a balance with Ismi would be completely different and oh yeah be total yeah would there be no you, balance it would just you be wish me. you yeah, wish you'll be totally in my favor <laughs> let's be honest there's <laughs> only one person in charge around here yeah, yeah, i know trust me <laughs> trust me i know but um, i don't like for me i struggle with why do people not search out that balance in ds in the same way that mm-hmm. you do day-to-day life like you don't yeah. walk into a work meeting and be like well i mean some people do walk in like a peacock but for the most part you have your subordinate mm-hmm. and managerial balance or you have your workmates mm-hmm. like level colleagues balance why do mm-hmm. people not apply that within ds well, here's right. why here's why i think uh because there's there's an inherent imbalance there just is when you give up power when you give up control no matter to what degree there that creates an imbalance um and so it's hard to understand, I think, for new people that it is a degree. It is not, you know, very, 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 very few people have the total power exchange that we hear about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where where you have to ask to go to the bathroom, where you have to ask to go to sleep, where you have to ask if you can wake up in the morning, which I don't know how you do, but apparently people <laughs> do that. Um, wow. You know, that, leave a memo. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and if you're into that groovy, um, I, I knew a couple where the the uh, submissive was chained to the bed every night. Mm. They weren't allowed to get out of bed until the the uh, dom woke up. And uh, there were now there were of course safety in place. There was a, a an emergency release button that, that they could press, you know, in case of a fire or something like that. But you know, for the most part, no. And uh, you know, so you know, the balance. But there's also people who they only. They, they have an ongoing dynamic, an ongoing relationship, but the only time the dominant is allowed to look at you and go, do this, is when you're butt naked, bent over something. And that's mm-hmm. that's just as valid as the, mm-hmm. the one where the, the submissive has to ask to go to the potty. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there is no 
correct level. But in the media, mm-hmm. they only show that extreme. You know, if you look at things mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, uh, Fifty Shades, you know, the the contract that that and what he demanded of of whatever the hell her name was, <laughs> An- Ana- Anastasia, Anastasia, or something like that. Yeah, I um, think so. Was an extreme version. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the secretary, you know, the scene. I think it was the secretary. The scene where he tells her that she can only have like three peas and two bites in the potato, but as much ice cream oh, as she yeah. wants. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's an extreme. Yeah, I know. I know it's hot <laughs> and it's sexy. All right. And, and you know, even on my side of it, you know, yeah, yeah. that's, that's, oh, yeah, well, I want to, and then I want to see your reaction as you're doing that. Yeah. But, and I love her going, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I love secretary. You, you love, yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> but that's also an extreme version of a DS yeah. relationship. That's, that's, that's a dominant type, assuming complete control. Not even there wasn't mm-hmm. a negotiation involved. It was, here's your contract, do as I say. And that's not how this works in mm-hmm. real life. Um, yeah. And I think you touched on a really important point um, when you're talking about the example of the couple uh, with the um, submissive being chained to the bed and there being um, an emergency release. I think that that points to a key component of all of this, which is consent. So like she could hit that button and walk away if she wanted to. She's choosing to share that power or to give that power away to him. And I think that that in and of itself is empowering from my perspective as a submissive, that it is my choice to um, allow this transaction. Yes. Yeah. And it's also the bit that's never represented accurately. It isn't. No, it really isn't. At no point do they address, Mm -hmm. this is my choice. I'm choosing to be here. It's always this extreme of this is somehow against my will, but this person has seduced me to the point that I just Mm -hmm. do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it creates a sense of like almost idol worship because Mm -hmm. people come into the lifestyle and they've seen all of these films and they think yeah that's I want to be told that I can only eat three bites of potato and so they come and that's what they want to achieve and they go about it in the wrong way well that's Mm -hmm. why you get all of those emails that say you will do this for me you slut because they know that I I don't get those emails (laughs) way to make a girl feel special you is me (laughs) I will I'll send you one I do actually I've I've gotten a few of them um which I think are hilarious but you know I also don't have Dom listed on my you know uh, profiles um but no that that's why those are out there it's not that those Mm -hmm. those guys are being stupid they're just waiting for the right person to go oh my god and dom told me to do this and so Mm -hmm. i have now swept off my feet like anastasia was and i will do whatever and and that's what that's you you come into this thinking that and and it's the Mm -hmm. same you know and and that's not that's not a that's not a sexist thing guys and non-binary who identify as submissives you know, they have the exact same role models, only unfortunately, all their role models are represented as as scrawny white females. Yeah. Um, you know, and, <laughs> right. That's exactly right. You yeah. know, and, and so you can't, that's not how this works. Um, I, yeah. I, will t- I will tell you the perfect example of, of this. Um, many, many years ago, I, I was popular online i mean i'm still popular online but i was i was popular online (laughs) you're popular yeah i was about to say uh hold up there (laughs) and i have pretty hair um i was popular (laughs) online (laughs) for giving the um romanticized advice 
yeah, I was that guy. And um, so I would get all the new submissives going, oh my goodness, and asking me, you know, how to be a good submissive and how to be a proper submissive and blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know, luckily I was I was almost self-aware enough to not take myself overly seriously. I was I was doing it for the popularity, not the I actually thought I was that guy. Um, and so, you know, I had this, I had this young lady, 19-ish years old had watched or had read 50 shades of gray and and she's asking me questions you know you know how, how do i how do i talk to all these dominants that are out there do i have to follow all their instructions blah 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 i'm like no 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 I said you 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 choose who you submit to you you choose who you uh react to you choose what you want to do and you negotiate that with somebody that you are attracted to that you get to know that you get to trust and then you 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 figure out how you guys want to do it. So it's not something where somebody shows up in your inbox and says, take off your panties and and you have to do it. And she goes, okay, because this guy just um, sent me an email saying to take off my panties and get on Skype. Should I, do I have to? But I'm like, not unless you want to. I mean, if you want to go for it. She goes, okay, I'm putting my panties back on. She was going to, you know. And I think that, oh my God, that touches on such a, good point that she'd already taken her panties off before she asked someone if it was the right thing to do right she had these doubts and she did it anyway and then she asked for someone else's advice yeah and had i had she not been talking to me she would have done it because she thought she had to because mm -hmm. a dominant told her to because in every fucking movie and every fucking book and every fucking representation that's how it works and that's where the media hurts this lifestyle because, I mean, my first introduction was um, uh, The Taming of Sleeping Beauty. Hot, hot book. Well, for the first half of it. Hot, hot book. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the story, the premise of the story is, you know, Prince Charming shows up, kisses Sleeping Beauty and says, oh, no, you're going to go be trained as a slave. And I'm not going to marry you until this happens. And she gets sent off to some, you know, fucking BDSM camp where she's just fucked and used by everybody until she learns to say yes, sir, properly. You know, and, and mm -hmm. she has no, no choice and her parents make the decision for her because in order to save the kingdom, this has to happen. And she has no choice in it. And of course, you know, she falls in love with it all because, you know, she's yeah. secretly a slut, blah, blah, whatever the storyline is. But that's that's how it's depicted. And I, I, I hate it. I, I really do. I, I Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to stop talking now. I'm ranting. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> So, uh, Shadow, did you have something that you wanted to add in there? Um, not really. I mean, I, I think back to, I'm trying to think, like, when I first started looking into things, um, you know, and, and taking it more seriously, I remember that consent was the single most um, kind of eye-opening thing for me. And that's kind of sad. <laughs> like, um, you know, I just, I didn't even, it never even occurred to me that it would be so emphasized as it is in BDSM. And um, that, you know, these negotiations are important, that knowing your limits and stating them is important, that, um, you know, if you don't want to do something as a submissive that you can say, hey, I don't want to do that, provided you guys have, you know, negotiated that 
Um, well, really, I guess you could say it whenever you wanted to, I assume. Right, guys? <laughs> to, to a point. If I you think, really meant it. <laughs> right. I mean, I think I think that kind of depends on how you set things up. Um, like, mm -hmm. I, I will say with other one, um, if, it, if we've negotiated it and she doesn't want to do it, she better have a really damn good reason for not wanting to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But also a really damn good reason is I'm sick. I worked a 14-hour yeah. day. Um, right. But the difference is, is, you know, she may say, to, sir, do I, do I really have to? Um, and if I say yes, she will still fucking do it. Right. Um, you know, but I'm also not a monster. And so, you know, after a 14-hour day, it's, it's the quick blowjob. It's not the long blowjob. You know? <laughs> and that makes all the difference. It really, right. it really, I'm, I'm a considerate person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, what That's I'm why you're is mostly evil and not entirely evil. Exactly. It's it's like a an eighty five fifteen thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it is important to note at this point that there is useful media out there. It's just not what saturates the world. Um, you have to look hard to be able to find it. You your best bet is always going to be getting recommendations from people that you have grown to trust and that you believe understand what they're talking about. So like, I wouldn't ask Isney in a million years for a good book recommendation. I'm totally kidding. I would. Um, but you, you have to build up that trust <laughs> with people, you know, and then find out what they think is useful and pool those resources and look into them. Mm -hmm. Don't just go and read 50 shades because it's commonplace. But it, it's mm -hmm. not to say that there is no media out there that can be useful when you're beginning or even partway through or, you know, in the twilight years of your journey. There's always something new to be learned. Oh, I'm still learning. I, like, you know, I've been yeah. doing this over a decade and I am still learning things and still evolving and still growing, still changing my mind. You know, like I said mm -hmm. earlier, you know, five years ago, I did not think like I think about this now. I was much more traditional, much more this is how you do it if you're going to do it right and then it kind of dawned on me one day, I don't even follow my own fucking advice. I don't do it right. So why can I, you know, why, why can I be all high and mighty and tell other people they're doing it wrong? And so mm -hmm. I stopped. Um, and that was a big eye opener for me was when, you know, I looked at my own dynamics and go, you know, I don't, I don't do what I think other people should be doing or how I've been told. And if I did, I would be unhappy as fuck. Uh, so, you know, I think that, you know, you have to, the, the biggest piece of advice and the piece of advice you give to every single newbie that I have ever talked to is trust your gut. It's use, use the, use the common sense that you were born with. And if something doesn't feel right, don't excuse it away with, well, I think this is how it has to be because there is no, the, the, the absolutes in this lifestyle are few and far between they're you know mm -hmm. the definitions of terms they're the definitions of words they're the safe practices those are the absolutes what you and a partner decide to do in your dynamic is completely up to you how much control how little control doesn't matter and and if anybody has a problem with it tell them to kiss your ass because it, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and because the only two people in your dynamic are the two of you they weren't invited they didn't negotiate and and they don't get to enjoy it preach <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no i think that's a really good way to, no, to yeah. sum, sum up the entire topic though it's not what it looks absolutely like to mm -hmm. the outside world and you have to be mindful that nobody 
from the outside world is within that dynamic. I mean, yeah, you might have 15 people in a dynamic if you're in a house together, but it's all about mm-hmm. your personal balance with that person that you're in a dynamic with. And I think if I was to take anything away from this podcast, that would be the the key thing for me, would be find your own balance. And as Ismi said, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm intelligent. <laughs> That's what I took from that. Ismi smart. Ismi is smart. <laughs> the end. <laughs> So, yep, um, if you guys don't have anything more to add, then I, I think that the topic for now is closed, but we'll probably revisit it. And I think it will be really interesting to get other people's perspectives as well. Yeah, well, I would love Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Yeah, on, on, the, on the ones where we aren't representative of the, of the particular role or the particular mm-hmm. lifestyle choice, we, yeah, I, would, I would love to have more people in here to, uh, to mm-hmm. tell us and then we question mercil- mercilessly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I talk at because I'm good at yeah. <laughs> Ismi always needs more people to talk at. I do. Uh, and, and to listen and appreciate my pretty, pretty hair. So. 